Hi, and welcome to Lessons for My Kids. Today we're talking about how to help kids learn to fail. And I've got three articles, uh, one from parents.com, one from childmind.org, and one from allprodad.com. And they all talk about ways to help our kids learn uh, to fail or learn about what failure is. And I think the best way to start this is by reading the intro paragraph from childmind.org and then going into, I've got a quote from a woman named Marion Williamson, uh, which I also think outlines uh, some important lessons as well. Uh, but then we'll get into all the meat of the rest of it. Um, so to start, uh, this intro paragraph reads, parents tend to see their mission as helping their, ch- their kids succeed. But there's a growing realization among teachers and other professionals who work with children that kids increasingly need help learning how to fail. Uh, Think back to your upbringing and was everything easy, uh, easy road to success? You got straight A's, you made all the best teams, you were able to pick up an instrument, learn how to play it right out of the gate, you... uh, you know, most popular, easiest uh, path to success uh, in all aspects of your life, being able to ride a bike, being able to uh, roller skate, you know, all of those things. Was that all easy for you? Probably not. All of it took work. All of it took time. We learn by doing. We learn by failing. And we take those those aspects and we lift ourselves up by making adjustments in our lives. And so I use a very, very basic uh, metaphor with my kids in talking about basketball, uh, that when somebody gets two shots at the free throw line, the first one they may miss, but it's what do they do differently in the second one to see success and gain a point for their team. It might be they move their feet. It might be that they change how how much power they put into their shot. It might be where they place the hand their hand on the ball. It might be the trajectory. Uh, all of those little things are adjustments that are made after that first failure in order to find the success. Um, thinking about cooking, you know, kids they learn how to cook. Uh, they might burn the first meal as long as they don't burn your house down. That's that's a good thing. Uh, but they might learn that, you know, to cook a, a meal, they maybe they don't need as much heat. Maybe they need to cook it less time. Maybe they need to adjust uh, by adding water or something to it in order to help it from, from burning. Same thing with laundry. Uh, you know, they might turn all their clothes pink uh, that first wash. Uh, but they learn from it. And so these might be seen as fail- failures. But it depends on where we stop the story. If we just have that failure right out of the gate and we don't make those adjustments and we don't try again, maybe that is seen as failure. But if we're taking those lessons and we're making those adjustments and we're moving forward and we're trying again, it we might see success. And I've heard that said before where if you get knocked down 99 times and you go for that 100th time and you finally find success, does that mean that you're a failure or does that mean that that you're a successful person? Now, we look at social media and we can see a lot of people who might be on fancy trips or they might own a fancy car or uh, live a lavish lifestyle. But how did they get there? Not everybody gets there by just waking up in the morning and all of a sudden you have all these things. 
they earned them by working hard. Uh, in many cases, they they've made adjustments in their lives. They've done certain things. Um, you know, we see sports stars who who have great success on the court or on a field, and it's not because they just showed up and were able to carry a ball 100 yards down a field, a football field, or being able to kick a ball into the upper corner perfectly in a soccer match, uh, or hit a baseball out out of a stadium. I mean, it takes time, and we don't always see the failures that they faced before that. They may have been knocked down those 99 times and gotten up that hundredth time and been able to do it uh, once they made those small adjustments. Same thing could be said for piano or any mus- musical instrument or a singer or somebody who just in business that we look at and say, wow, they, they rose through the ranks quickly. Well, it's not always a, a bed of roses. It's not always an easy path for everybody, but it's looking at those failures and determining what do I need to do differently next time in order to make that that pursuit uh, uh, and, and achieve my goal? So <clears throat> one of the things that I, I heard recently was this quote from Marion Williamson and somebody who was struggling with trying to get their, uh, achieve their goal, they kept being asked, well, what's your deepest fear? And until you attack that, until you understand what is your deepest fear, and until you understand that you do have the skills to do something, you may see those failures. But again, make those adjustments and move forward. So this quote says, basically, it's about failure is okay if you learn from what happened. Um, And it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask, our, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are we not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, I think we can take that in a couple of different directions, but the overall and overarching point is you have it inside of you to be successful. Um, but there are some things that we need to understand before we get there. Um, we need to understand some things that allprodad.com shared with us and that not everybody gets a trophy. You know, we got athletes who, who are Olympians in this world who they work for years to be successful and to get their times down in whatever event or score the goals or whatever it is they're trying to do, uh, whatever event they're in. They work hard for several years before they get to the Olympics. And not everybody gets a medal once they get there. They might come up short. Something might happen. Anything could change within a moment's notice or turn on a dime that might influence the outcome of the activity or the event. But they know they put in that work uh, and they're going to do their very best to, to achieve the goal. But not everybody's going to achieve it. And even with all that hard work. And so we need to understand that 
it's not always about instant gratification that we need to put in time and effort. We can't just show up on a field or we can't show up at a concert hall and be able to do these things right out of the gate. Sometimes we have to actually put in some effort. And even if we put in the effort, uh, I think we can use those Olympians as a good example to say they put in the effort and yet they were able to fall short. Um, but what do we do with that? Does that end our story? Well, everyone has different talents. Um, some of us may be great athletes. Some of us may be great writers. Some of us may be great musicians or cooks. But it takes those extra steps to drive past the, the um, difficulties that are put in place. So we need to learn from those mistakes. We can also take what we've learned and as parents, we can teach others, or even as kids. Uh, kids who struggle in, in, in certain areas, maybe a kid who struggles in reading, or kids who struggles in math, they can actually take their, their struggles and help teach others. So teaching other kids how to share their mistakes and help save others from making the same. Uh, leaving it all on the field, saying, look, I did everything I possibly could. And looking back and saying, you know, did I help others? Did I did I go through and talk to my teachers um, to understand a concept? Did I take the extra time to uh, to study? Did I take the extra time to practice? Um, <clears throat> or did I play in vi my video games a little bit longer than I should have? I mean, it's looking at those aspects and saying, being able to say. I did everything I possibly could, and walking away, even if you fail, uh, never feeling bad because you knew you did everything you possibly could. But we have to persevere. We have to have that determination. Um, if we truly want something bad enough, we have to figure out, well, what did we do wrong, or what can we change to have a different outcome? Now. Sometimes we look to the sky and we go, God, is this our, our failure? Is this your will? Uh, sometimes there may be a different path that we're supposed to be going down, or there might be a different lesson uh, being learned than what we originally thought. We may have that goal of being famous um, and rich and all of those things, but that may not be our path. It may be a different path, but we have different lessons that we're learning while we're struggling and trying to strive for those goals that we think we want in this world. Uh, part of it is we have to define what success is. What, is. what is it to be successful? Is it getting straight A's? Well, for some kids who struggle in school, that may not be an option, uh, but maybe getting straight B's would be an awesome thing. You know, obviously we wanna strive for that, that uh, A grade, but <clears throat> we have to define what success is. For that athlete who, who things come easy, maybe it is making the high school team, maybe it is getting that college scholarship. But for some, it might just be playing for 30 minutes in a game, or it might be uh, practicing a piano piece or a musical instrument and being able to, to play a certain piece that you've worked hard on. But we have to define what that success is. And then having a sense of humor, because there are going to be setbacks. And if we get frustrated at every little setback, life is going to be very impossible to live. So 
don't curse and scream at the sky. Laugh and say, look, I put in my effort. Or maybe you can even recognize that you didn't put in enough effort. And you can laugh and say, boy, that was embarrassing. I shouldn't have done that. Or here's what I can do next time to make it better. Um, looking at childmind.org, I already read that little bit uh, about the, in the beginning about what uh, what professionals and, and teachers are now recognizing. But I think of uh, Michael Jordan. He m- didn't make his high school basketball team. Uh, so he went out and he persevered and he worked hard and he, he went running and he practiced shooting uh, the basketball and he did all the things that he felt necessary uh, in order to make that high school basketball team the next year. And he did. He actually exceeded uh, any of the expectations that anyone had for him. But it was within himself that he said, I want this bad enough. I'm going to go lift weights. I'm going to go running. I'm going to dribble the basketball a thousand times in a day or whatever it was that he did. He went and and made sure that he put in the work knowing that he was going to leave everything out on the field, uh, so to speak. And obviously, we now look at him as one of the all-time greatest athletes uh, in the world. He had great success in high school. He had great success in college and in the professional leagues, uh, as well as on the Olympic stage. And it's because he put in that work and he put in that perseverance and he was resilient while facing challenges uh, that, you know, many of us, we don't look at it that way. We just look and see, wow, he was a great basketball player but we miss all that stuff that happened to him early on. Now, I think the same thing can be said um, with with other aspects of our lives. It's not just about athletics. It's not just about musical instruments and being able to play or even cooking or doing laundry. It's about various things. I mean, think of anything that bad that's happened in your life that you were, you were very downtrodden about because you strove so hard to achieve success and you had a vision in mind you had that goal in mind and you fell short well what did you do differently and how did you make yourself learn from those mistakes to not do those same mistakes the next time now as parents uh, we're the model uh, for our kids and we have to do things uh, to help our kids um, or well, we don't have to, but we, we should and we should want to uh, do things to help our kids to not have those same struggles. Uh, but we also have to recognize that they need to go through some of those trials and tribulations that we did as well. So I think to being able to cook dinner, uh, you know, I my kids say that I burn meals a lot. I think they're just cooked. Uh, I guess it all depends on what your definition of success is as well as what your definition of cooked is. Um, but with that said, my kids, uh, I'm that role model to say, look, I'm not perfect, but here are the things that I've done and here's what I'm going to do next time from uh, the lesson that I learned in this moment. So I make it that teachable moment uh, to show them, uh, look, none of us is perfect. We all struggle. We all have failures, but I'm good in these other areas because of whatever steps I took uh, to overcome those obstacles. Now, there are there are issues uh, today we see in social media. Again, talked about what there are, uh, what's shown on social media is usually the best version of somebody. And we've talked about this before, that when you look at who somebody is on online, be it on their social media page, 
be it in texts, be it wherever, people perceive that those those folks may have had it easy. Uh, but we don't see what were the trials and tribulations that got them there. We, we look at business people today and we think, oh, they must have came from money or they must have uh, had such great intelligence. It's really, in, in all honesty, most small businesses have success because of all the trials and tribulations they went through. Somebody had to, to have those uh, building blocks put in place uh, where they may have failed a few times, but they took those failures and they strung together changes uh, in order to overcome those obstacles and they find success. And so I think those are the things that we look at. When we look at Amazon.com and, and companies like that, they were started in a garage. Uh, they weren't perfect right out of the gate. They weren't the behemoth companies that we expect them to be or have seen them to be uh, right away. It took time. It took some failures. Uh, and those things were able to uh, grow and become uh, the success that we see they are today. Again, we need to define what that success is. Um, but as well as intentioned as it is for us to, to allow our kids to fail, there's also some times when we need to step in and make sure that uh, some setbacks um, aren't catastrophic. Uh, and by saying that, you know, we don't want to have our, our kids tremendously humiliated where they're going to be spending the rest of their lives fighting against um, some costume that they wore in a play or some horrible concert that they performed in uh, and, and did poorly in or some athletic event where they were embarrassed uh, and it's remembered for years to come. We want to help fend off some of that. Um, we also want to fend off any danger uh, that's coming. Um, just because somebody's learning how to swim doesn't mean they should drown. So we want to be there to support them. And that's a good example. Uh, some parents, they feel the need to just drop a kid off the side of a dock and say, you sink or swim. Well, we know that, that most people are going to swim. Uh, eventually, it may take a few times, but we obviously don't want them to drown. Um, and another opportunity where we may want to step in is if somebody's being bullied. Uh, in this day and age, there's a lot on social media where people are being bullied and that's not not right. And so we do need to step in and help correct behaviors. Maybe not for our kids, maybe it is for our kids, uh, but we obviously want people to feel safe. So uh, let's see, we wanna manage expectations. We want to uh, understand and, and help our kids to understand that there are millions of kids who play uh, say youth basketball, and there's only a couple hundred who actually make it to the NBA. So managing those expectations that not every kid is going to be an NBA all-star, um, it's just the reality. And so I think by telling our kids they can be anything they want to be is great uh, in order to help them to understand they have can have goals, but we also have to manage the expectations that not everybody's going to be an NBA superstar. But I applaud any effort in their efforts and their work to get there. Maybe they'll get a scholarship to college. Maybe they'll make their high school team. And that's that's awesome as well. Um, but we do need to manage, manage those expectations. Um, with that, I hope that 
there were some good tidbits in here for you to teach your kids. And I hope the kids, my kids anyway, will learn a few things going forward. And with that, I hope you have a great day. And thank you again for listening.